0: yes sir yes sir welcome back to another episode of Motown and Coney back with my main man, Tommy. What,
1: what up, though?
0: So, you just told me that you fired up. You was pissed about a lot of stuff. So, I don't even know where we about to go with the direction of today. <laughs> uh,
1: man, I, um, I am on fucking one million, Rodney, right now. Like, the way that, that everything is just playing out right now in the world. And when you cut on your television and you see all this fucking bullshit, it just... And it gets you to thinking, I am on 10, Rodney. So I'm ready to start. I'm ready to start.
0: Okay. So, um, took Monday off because of Halloween. Um, had to take the kids trick or treating, <laughs> all oh, that other yeah. stuff. Um, I don't even know where to start. Um,
1: um, Rodney, he- if you don't mind me chiming in, just going on a quick rant, just give me like, just give me like probably three minutes of your time. I won't even, I won't even dig in too deep.
0: Okay, because yeah, I'm, I'm curious. Uh, you saw like Mike Valenti after a Michigan State law. So, uh,
1: man, like, okay, first of all, okay, RIP takeoff. I understand that. Bro, you're not a normal civilian. Kyrie Irving, <laughs> you're not a normal civilian, sir. Stop with the bullshit, guys. And you know what? I blame this on Rodney. It's a lot deeper than blaming the Jewish community. You know, I blame these fucking actors, these rappers, these, these athletes, when you get all this money and you come from these communities where you don't have shit. And I, and I also blame black entrepreneurs that make money too. you fucking forget where you come from. And then you try to come back to these neighborhoods. You're shooting dice with fucking random guys. That really actually care about the money and you up and you getting in an argument with guys that actually care about the money. No, that's not where it's at. Kyrie Irvin, don't don't try to pretend like you're not a fucking millionaire and then try to patronize us. Kanye West, you forgot where you came from, sir. And this is the bullshit, and you patronizing to those motherfucking people that's higher up, and you said all this bullshit. Belittling your people, slavery is not a choice, all types of other shit, too. And then you sit up there, and when they cut you off, you apologize to them. You don't fucking apologize to us. I don't care about you being black. That's bullshit. And fuck you. And it, mm, Rodney, man, I'll tell you, I, it just feels like these people, they don't put back into the community. I don't understand. I don't understand. You guys come from, if you come from nothing, and you see you have your teachers. Teachers make nothing. Rodney, you are a teacher. You should be valued into the community. You are, you teach and you provide for so many students that go on to do bigger and better things in life. And teachers don't get paid anything. I don't see athletes donating to teacher funds for teachers to make a lot more money than what they make. Because they don't give a fuck about it. And they don't give a fuck about anything else except for having 30, 40, 50 cars and only one fucking person to drive those cars. (laughs) They barely take care of their fucking families. They shit on them. And then they come back into the neighborhood expecting everything to be okay and drop all these fucking puns and all this other bullshit with intent to act like they're normal people. You're not normal, sir. You've canceled everybody else and you made your circle extremely small because you're afraid that somebody's going to take something from you that you, you you did work hard for. I'm not, com- I'm not complaining about that. You worked hard for it, but everybody needs a fucking opportunity. Everybody needs a chance. I don't see, people talk about gentrification. What are these, what are black athletes? What are these rappers? What are these other people putting into the community? They're not putting shit into the community. And that's, that's the problem right now. And that's the, that's the reason why you have all this shit going on with Kanye talking about if I had my own shit. You're a billionaire. At this particular time, you're a billionaire. I, I don't assume he's a billionaire now. And fucking did he, you too. Fuck you too. <laughs> you guys have all this money. Oprah, I'm going down the whole chain, Rodney. All these people have all this money that they did work hard for, but you started from somewhere. And Everybody needs an opportunity like you guys have been gifted with opportunity. Not saying that you haven't worked hard, but it's somebody out there that's inspiring to be just like you that needs an opportunity, and we're not giving back to our community and put. Why would you build a school in Africa? We need schools here. Kanye, you build a school here, but what type of fucking school is this? He's, I, I just I don't understand how we are as backwards as a black community. You know, it, it it just blows my mind how we just we go about life, and then we feel like you know. Each other's going to our own are going to take from us. And then you do go behind a lot of Jewish people that are, uh, you know, the the uh, they are the the talent agents and they are the the people that own multiple things. We can learn from them because that's what we inspire to be. We only have one black majority owner in basketball. And that's Michael Jordan football. We don't own shit basketball magic johnson majority owner of the dodgers other than that nothing hockey nothing what are we doing here what are we doing here and what are we trying to do you know you inspire to do bigger and better things but what are we doing here as a as a community as as people so you can't tell me shit until we start holding these fucking these these athletes these rappers i mean we gotta we gotta hold our black people, we gotta hold them accountable because you're not putting anything back into the community. You're riding around, you're coming back into the community, you you're fucking riding around in fucking million-dollar cars, you're wearing all these chains, and you expect somebody to look at you with the same fucking respect. Of course we idolize you. But you have to you have to be cautious and understand that you you're coming back into communities where you shit on these people, you wearing all this shit around them and they have nothing and they idolize you and you're not using your brain. Just if you're a breadwinner in your family, you're not using your brain. And in, in putting caution to the wind so you can continue to provide for your family and also expand on your um, on your whatever you're trying to do. You're trying to be a millionaire, you're trying to be an entrepreneur, you're not expanding on any of that if you're not here anymore. So, I, of course, RIP offset, but I'm upset with him because it's certain situations you shouldn't put yourself in. I don't have any fucking money, but I'm not fucking hanging out till 3, 4 in the fucking morning at fucking clubs or anything. I'm going to no house parties or nothing because I got two daughters that I care about and that they need to see their father. And if you can't think about that shit, and I don't have, I'm not a fucking millionaire, but if I'm putting caution to the wind and I'm thinking about that, then... Why aren't you doing that and you are a fucking millionaire? That's just irresponsible. Really not responsible at all. And I I I'm done, Rodney. I'm done. Just this.
0: <laughs> well. <laughs> I don't even know how to how to follow that. Um You did um uh, You did make me think of uh, Eric, Eric Thomas the motivational speaker. Um a few years ago, um, before COVID, I got to hear him speak, and one of the things he said was he walked into his son's room when his son was a teenager. He said, why you got pictures of, like, LeBron and and, and Kobe up? He was like, man, put some of the owners up. Inspire to be the owner of the team. Put the, <laughs> um,
1: Exactly. Or inspire to be a man that's in your household and, and taking care of you and showing you different things. He may not be able to dunk a basketball, but that man is busting his ass every day to make sure you got food on your table, to make sure you're doing certain things. And I it just feel like it's just outright disrespect because those guys don't give two fucking shits about you. Of course, they're taking care of their family and everything the best way they can, but they don't even realize they're role models.
0: Hmm.
1: Yeah, they don't realize that you have all the. that's what I said with offset. I'm pissed off at him and some of those other guys that passed away too to do the foolishness or that's going around doing bullshit. You know, the R. Kelly's, the Bill Cosby. It's people out there that's looking at you and they fucking idolize you and they, the ground that you fucking walk on. I literally walked into a lady's room, Rodney, this is my last rant. I literally walked into a lady's room that was fucking dying, Rodney. Dying. And she wanted to listen to Michael Jackson. That was her last. Where she wanted to listen to Michael Jackson while she laid on her deathbed. That's how much these artists inspire us. That's how much we care about them. Music, music, sports, play, um, and, and, and then, of course, counting religion, plays a part every day in our lives. You don't realize how people look at you and view you, and how they they can't live without you. So when you do fuck shit, you you're not responsible. And you putting yourself in a position where you're not even fucking taking care of yourself and leaving behind a legacy and having people worry about you. Like nobody wants to lose a young black king that's coming up in the company in the industry or that's been in the industry for quite a while due to your foolishness. You gotta be fucking you gotta think about that shit.
0: Yeah, and I I don't know if it's but it just seems like the Past two, or two or three years, just the the number of people um, we we lost, famous, non famous, to senseless um, violent situations that I feel should be and could be avoided is just I don't know. It's increasing astronomical.
1: Uh, You're right, Rodney. It's in, it's ridiculous. It just it makes no sense to me from fist fights to people being gunned down to shooting dice people getting hell i lost
0: down. i lost one of my former students died because uh basically two dollars at a dice game
1: that's that it, it, isn't that fucking ridiculous and absurd that's just that, that man that's heartbreaking that's just that's It sounds. it sounds so it sounds so stupid and little because guess what it is stupid and little it just makes no sense to me it just makes no sense
0: yeah, so um, let me transition to something that made absolutely no sense to me this past week, and it kind of fits in with with the narrative, the the rant that uh, started off the show: Michigan mm-hmm. versus Michigan State. <laughs> well, Michi- this is a good light <laughs> side. Yeah, Michigan wins it, gets the Paul Bunyan Trophy, and then. Cutscene to two Michigan Wolverine being intact inside the tunnel by I don't know how many Michigan State players at this point. I know eight have been suspended so far. Um, but definitely went too far. Um, I don't care what the Michigan players said, what they done. Nothing should equate to swinging helmets, giving somebody concussions, stomping somebody out and breaking their nose. Um, never seen anything like it before.
1: Yeah, these rivalries, um, they're starting to go too far and uh, it's, it's, it's getting a little too overboard. Um, the same thing with Penn State, the same thing with Ohio State. But the in-state rivalry of Michigan and Michigan State has always been, I think it's actually one of the best in-state rivalries.
0: Yeah, so, because I've, I've, you know, you've been in the state. I've been in the state. Um, I mm-hmm. went to several Michigan versus Michigan State games at state, sat under this, the student section, you know, went back and forth via words, um, I remember the little brother game. That's also the same year Michigan lost to Appalachian State. Uh, right. I remember going going to that game, and the Michigan State students had on Appalachian State shirts. I'm like, oh, that's cute. Um, I don't, I don't know if the rivalry lost the sense of, I don't know, respect, leaving it on the field. Um, I do remember. I want to say it was the book End Zone where they, they talked about uh, the lack of respect that the Michigan State players show on the field. Um, but never in a million years did I think in the span of three weeks that you would have two different incidents inside the tunnel. Uh, the peanut cool. butter and jelly sandwich with the Penn State players. And now I know – Some people on on sports radio, televisions have taken exception to why the the Michigan players were in the tunnel in the first place. Why why weren't they celebrating with their team? Well, I I don't really care.
1: Right. Well, what I found out was that some of the players do have to use the restroom. And uh, that's a bad time to use the restroom (laughs) because the other team (laughs) –
0: <laughs> so, um, I the part that I really don't understand is there were um, at least one state trooper I saw in one of the videos. Um, where were now? You saw that halftime there was a, a beefed up security presence, and I could you could see on the field via television officials held the the Michigan team back until state got up the tunnel. So, um, I don't know. I just, I don't blame Mel Tucker uh, because I know some people fought the coach uh, on it. I fought the players. I feel like if they, whoever was involved, year-long suspension, whoever threw the helmet at um, Green shouldn't Mm -hmm. no longer be on the Michigan State team um the one thing i will fault mel tucker on is once you knew it was the incident you hold your press conference and you have more information
1: exactly and i think that that was bad on his part i think he didn't do his due diligence on that part and uh the thing about it is and let's be let's be clearly honest here rodney a lot of the guys that don't make it on the michigan roster typically get picked up in the state of michigan <laughs> Um, and onto the Michigan State roster. So a lot of those guys are rejects. A lot of those guys went to school with a lot of those guys. So, of course, they're fired up. It's, it's hey, I'm here and you're there type of deal. Michigan will always be the creme de la creme in Michigan. I love Michigan State. You I
0: know. know I, I think they're, they're,
1: no, no I, I respect I respect what they, what they have built over. Yeah, the
0: years. I, I will say I respect I, it. Yeah, uh,
1: I respect them. And you know, and and when they do go against the Ohio State and some of the other colleges, I do, I do root for them. I want them to do good. I, I respect Tom Izzo. I think he's amazing. I think they have some great players that came out of that, you know, university. Um, of course, one of my favorite is Magic Johnson. Um, I love him dearly too. I, I respect Michigan State and I think they're a good college and a good university. Um, but they will never be Michigan. Now, I, I, let's just make that clear. They'll never be Michigan. They will never be on that. They will never be respected. Like Michigan will be respected. It's just, that's just fact. Even when they beat us, I hear ESPN, I hear Fox sports, all that. I hear them say, Oh, Michigan just, you know, they had injuries. They had, it's always the excuse for when they beat us. Sometimes, I, sometimes they have the best team. I'm not going to lie. Sometimes they have the best team and, and we're in a rebuilding phase. And and it's always an excuse. Oh, Michigan, they had this going on. So it's just a respect factor. Michigan State will never be Michigan. And they will never have the respect of the state behind them. And that's just how it goes. It's just, that's just the nature of the beast. And it showed us, it, it reared his ugly head.
0: Yeah. And um, the other thing I take issue with is... Um, I don't know if you caught the, the Valenny show. He placed some blame, blame on Jim Harbaugh for elevating the, the rivalry to where it's at. Um some oh, of the <laughs> some of the, the pregame com, comments by um Donovan Edwards and then post game and I thought the the Blake Horam um comment um I thought it was funny. <laughs> the I, I thought Tuck was coming comment. Yeah, come on. Considering that all summer, that's all we heard. Tuck is coming.
1: All right, come on. They just freaking won last year, okay? That was the only, well, only lost during the regular season that Michigan had last year. I mean, come on. Really? And Harbaugh's throwing fuel on the Hardball's had a horrible record against Michigan.
0: Yeah, he's... Uh... He's an even five hundred now um, against state four and four. Um
1: Yeah, and, and we supposed to win a lot of those games. We had yeah, the, trouble, with the the the, had
0: trouble with
1: the snap. Yeah, trouble with
0: the snap. We should have won last year.
1: Yeah, I mean, come on. So there's no excuse. So of course Michigan players being in their feelings and, and feeling like they should win as they should. And they, they gave those games away. I mean, come on. So that's just I think that's
0: a a, a cop out. Yeah, and uh, I and I think part of the frustration on Michigan State is uh the score was twenty nine to seven, but the game was not close at all. Um box score, if you were just simply watching it, you could easily tell that Michigan was the bad the better team. But I think a big part of the the frustration of a Michigan State player um we came in ranked high expectations and now we're struggling to even be bowl eligible
1: exactly you know you know it's crazy like from us riding we watch these games every week i know i know that they you know they got michigan actually ranked when they came up with the poll this week they got michigan ranked number five right when I watch these games, I'm I'm a avid college football watcher. I'm not just only watching uh, Michigan play. I'm watching all of them play. And you know what, Michigan reminds Michigan reminds me of Georgia last year. Georgia had a soft schedule. They really didn't play anybody. When they did play somebody, they played Bama, and Bama beat them. And then Bama had injuries. They lost some people, and they played them again. And then they wind up. It, it, that's what that's what Michigan reminds me of. Michigan reminds me of Georgia. A weak schedule, but they're there. And it feels like, just from watching Ohio State play and Michigan play, when they meet, it just feels like Michigan is the better team. Like, I don't watch both of them play.
0: It'll be interesting to see um, what happens that Thanksgiving weekend. Um, Because everything being equal – Watching Ohio State, they struggled. They were actually down to Penn State going into the fourth quarter. Um, It'll be two different offensive philosophies. Um, Michigan, dominant run game. Ohio State, dominant pass game. I think Uh, Ohio State struggles when they tried to run the ball. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it'll be interesting. I'm really – quite interested to see I think one of the most talented areas of the Michigan team is is the their their defensive secondary
1: right that's correct and I think they can stand tall too I don't see them rise up to the occasion and play some pretty good defense yeah
0: and And I and I know some people uh, were upset that Michigan was only ranked fifth in the initial playoff ranking It's, it's going to sort itself out Georgia and Tennessee play each other this weekend, and there can't be a tie. So one of them won't be in the top four after this weekend. Uh, Clemson play Notre Dame. If they beat Notre Dame, as Notre Dame has woken up from their slumber, it seems like that will, will sort itself out. Michigan, Ohio State, play at the end of the season everything's going to sort itself out it, it will be decided on on the field so
1: exactly exactly and I, I believe that both of those teams will enter um that last game of the season playing against each other they both will be undefeated um is the two so uh, that's going to be tough but I still believe that Michigan with the defense that they have and uh
0: well, they, yeah, they have two things that travel defense and, and and late November. You may not be able to throw the ball, but you if you can run it, you'll be. I think you'll be just fine. Um So, since we're talking about agony, agony, and heartbreak, your know, Detroit Lions. Uh, they jump all out over the Miami Dolphins, and then they do a disappearing act in the second half. And then they trade T.J. Hawkinson. The season's officially over, folks.
1: I, it just feels like they're they're not trying to uh, win, and they're they're trying to lose for years to come. Um, I was at that game.
0: Yes, you were. You you had the double dipper. You did the Lions and then the Pistons and Golden State game. And yeah. the Pistons did the unthinkable and beat Golden State. Yeah, it felt
1: like it felt like I was uh it felt like I was following Jalen Rose and E40 <laughs> and all those guys around. 'Cause like they were they announced them at the Lions game. And then
0: they were at the Pistons game.
1: They were at the Pistons game. And then I seen them outside of the arena too. And, one thing I can say about Jalen Rose, man, big shout-out to that guy. He is a man of the
0: people.
1: <laughs> oh, man, I was just about to say that. So that's what great minds think alike, riding. He definitely is a man of the people, man. He's out there signing autographs, shaking hands, kissing babies. It's like he's running for
0: office man. yeah you don't know how many people i've saw on social media post pictures um with Jalen rose or Jalen rose and jacoby or Jalen rose and royce 59 um shout out to royce he's um, definitely a man of the people too
1: <laughs> right he was at both games too and um i actually walked right past him too i had pretty good seats for both of those games man like had lower bowl seats for both of them um yeah, it was right by, like, the uh, like the little celebrity role. So, yeah, I had some pretty good seats, man. I was really surprised and spreading a pretty penny. Was disappointed with the Lions, man. It felt like they jumped out to a nice big lead, and then they laid an egg.
0: Yes, I mean, they were playing good offense, good defense. They forced a fumble, came down on offense, actually scored the touchdown, uh, was up by ten. Going into halftime, and then the bottom just fell out in the second half. <laughs> right,
1: man, it, and you know, I I don't know if you you could probably hear me over the TV yelling, "Run the damn ball, run <laughs> the ball!" Because like I didn't understand like some of the play calling, man. I they came out and they came out throwing the ball a lot of times. Jared Goff trying to play hero ball—that's not his game. He's supposed to be a game manager. That's why I love. That's why I kind of love the way that the 49ers handled Jimmy G. Because they realized Jimmy G can't win you a game. So he has to be a game manager. And um, he's not – And golf is trying to play hero ball like Stafford and try to win the game for you, come back and win. That's not your game, golf. You get the lead early, and then you get the ball out of his hands as much as possible. You run it. You run, you do play action. That's what you do. And so the Lions just haven't figured it out yet. That's why I said the coaching – I love the coach, but I think he doesn't know how to really coach. Like, I'm just being so, I
0: don't think he's a good coach. It's it's funny because we we're thinking a lot because uh, this season and then especially this past game has convinced me of two two things. Mm-hmm. One, Jared Groff is not the quarterback for this team. Right. Two, Dan Campbell is not the right coach. Yeah,
1: he's not. He's you know he's a good person i love his antics um i love his enthusiasm but he's not the right guy for us i don't think he knows how to put plays together and uh yeah i just think he's just not the right person for us um the lions may give him one more season to, to prove itself but no eventually i i, I think so he's gonna be out of
0: there i am a fan of i hope they lose every game for the rest of the <laughs> season um You you get a you let Brad Holmes pick, pick his own coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you pick up um, Bryce Young or the the, the kid from Tennessee. Um, I would prefer Bryce Young.
1: Hmm. I don't know, man.
0: I well, I don't, I don't want C.J. Stroud.
1: Yeah, I don't think Stroud's gonna be good. And I don't think Bryce Young is gonna be good. I I would love to see the Lions probably play um, somebody else in uh, another organization like a fiddle because I believe that Baltimore doesn't want to pay Lamar Jackson big money. Like, they're really cheap.
0: I don't and want I Lamar Jackson. That.
1: I think Lamar Jackson would be wonderful with the Lions organization. I think he'll be really good with us. Um I think, like, he embodies everything that we want. We want um, – and I think he can actually win us games and keep us in games too. And that's what golf – because if you look at a lot of the games, Rodney, three points, three points, four points. These are the games that we're losing by, Rodney. And I think that Lamar Jackson is a, is a game changer. and you know? a lot of those close losses are wins.
0: Okay, so –
1: Keep the play going. <laughs> yeah.
0: We'll we'll see. Um, it'll be interesting now that they have. God, they basically have five picks in the top sixty-five right now of the draft.
1: Yeah, but that T.J. Hawkinson trade hurt though. Like you trade him for a bag of nickels. Like that was. Terrible.
0: Well, yeah, it's basically a pick swap. I mean, I do like having the uh, extra second-round pick. Um it'll be interesting to see what they do with it. Uh, I don't like you had to basically swap a third to get it in and give up a fourth. Right.
1: That was stupid. I'm uh, like, who came up with that?
0: <laughs> I didn't like brag home explanation of this, this trade either. Basically saying, um, even if our record was six and one, this was a trade we would explore.
1: Yeah, no, was it's not. <laughs> Yeah, like come on, bro. Like If really? you're if
0: you're six and one, you're not trading, you're starting tight end, I'm sorry. <laughs> when he said
1: that, I was like, This guy gotta be
0: kidding me. Like this gotta be a joke. Yeah, so um Whew, this has been a rough I do like the direction of the Tigers. Scott Harris just came in and cleaned up house, got rid of the scouting director, got rid of the hitting coach, um, got rid of the Minor league coach. So I feel like the Tigers are heading the right direction. The Red Wings they passed some really good games, some really crappy games, but they're they're figuring I feel like they're heading the right direction. I'm still out on the Pistons and Dwayne Casey at this point. I still don't believe he is the right coach for this current team. And makes well,
1: sense. I understand
0: that. Um, the Lions are a dumpster fire. And I feel like the only way you can solve it at this point is completely let the bottom drop out, get rid of the coaching staff, and let Brad Holmes hire his own staff. And then you give him two to three years with the coach he actually handpicked.
1: You know what? That makes a lot of sense. I, I actually agree
0: with you on that. And then I know if Sheila Ford, if you're listening to this, you have too many damn cooks in the kitchen. Chris Bellman, get rid of him. <laughs> Rod Wood, get rid of him. Anybody?
1: <laughs> oh man, <laughs> you you know what? You write about that. Too many cooks in the kitchen. Way too many cooks in the
0: kitchen. Um, Dorsey from that came over from Cleveland. Um, I would keep him, but. I, I just feel like there's too many people in the, the whole decision-making process.
1: Yeah, I'm right with you on that one, brother. I'm right with you on that one.
0: Okay, yeah. you, you want to get to some so, so better <laughs> some better news? <laughs> let's, let's
1: get with some better news. That's, we need some better news.
0: Okay, uh, before we jump into um, our top five people that's had... Hey, of 2022. Are are you listening to anything new? Um,
1: I listened to a few uh new albums, but nothing really like jumped off um off the page with me. Um really nothing really like caught my uh my ear this this week, man. Uh Kodak Black released some uh, new Yeah, movies.
0: I saw that and I immediately thought about you.
1: Yeah, it was okay, but it just sounded like a lot of rambling. I love you that, but a lot of rambling, man. Got a couple songs on there that's pretty decent, but nothing that like to be honest with you, nothing that a couple a couple of months down the line I'm gonna be like, oh, okay, yeah, I need this. <laughs> like like <laughs> I don't need that at all. Um Jeezy, I thought Jeezy, I, I revisited Jeezy album. Uh it's a decent project. You you heard me
0: Rodney?
1: What? How do you feel about Rihanna's single?
0: I wanna like well, it.
1: Yeah.
0: But I don't.
1: I'm gonna be honest, I don't either. <laughs> i just
0: like uh, I I really want to like it. It's I was hoping it would be her Kendrick Lamar, the black you know, the first Black Panther soundtrack type vibes, but uh-huh. Mm, it's it's not it. It's it's not um. It's not giving me the the like the rise up vibe. None of that. Like, <laughs> right? It's
1: like what's going on here? Maybe it plays a pivotal part in the movie.
0: I I don't know. Like I feel like it's supposed to be like a ballad, but it it doesn't work for Rihanna. Not her. Style of voice, not her customary music. I could see Alicia Keys doing the song, and it working. I just, I don't see it with Rihanna. I, 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 I want to like the song, but I don't.
1: Yeah, it just feels like, and they're playing it. They're trying to push it on the radio, and it's just like, mm, yeah, it's not, not worth at. Yeah it's not yeah it's not that's not it man yeah but i, I just, haven't
0: haven't listened to too many new things i'm in um countdown mode for nas album
1: right okay i could, i can see that i can see that definitely can see that i know you waiting
0: yeah oh boston and cleveland going overtime
1: oh wow didn't expect that even i i mean i expected it to be a good game but i just thought eventually uh but i just heard that darius garland is playing tonight so yeah that's that's definitely uh overtime game i think both of those teams when darius garland plays they're on the same level basically so yeah i can see that but yeah the um the rest of the albums today nah, not that great just no
0: yeah so, maybe next week yeah kd3 on the way november the 11th so check it out before or after you see black panther 2
1: right and i know we did not No, we're not gonna leave a review on soldier boy album because we didn't listen to it
0: yeah i just wanna let you guys know yeah it doesn't <laughs> exist in my vocabulary <laughs> right
1: I, just in case anybody said well dang why they didn't say soldier boy album because it was one of the albums that came out rest of them were like really singles Okay. They came up, but man, nobody...
0: Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's checking for him. Sorry. Um, yeah, yeah, nobody to that. It's funny, because one of my former students posted like Social Boy's first couple albums and was like, you just had to be there. I'm like, no, nah, <laughs> you didn't. <laughs> but <laughs> Yeah, I was there and I didn't want to be there. So... <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah, he posted those, and then he, then he did another one with Wiz Khalifa. I was like, okay, the whole first few with Khalifa album was a whole vibe so
1: yeah those were a whole vibe I'm not gonna even lie
0: and then I don't know
1: what happened to Titanic <laughs> I have no idea
0: <laughs> yeah the whole b- bottom has fallen out but okay well let's talk about some brothers some ladies that had a pretty damn good 2022 Okay. Okay. I'll I'll start it off no particular order. I'm gonna go with Steph Curry. Oh, nice. That's a nice
1: one. I like
0: that. Wins his, his fourth ring. Um uh, breaks the three point record last season. Uh, wins his first finals MVP. Okay. I like that. Yeah.
1: Okay. Uh,
0: can say he, you know, he's, he's an elite air four ring final MVP two time, um, NBA season MVP. Um, he submitted himself as the greatest living shooter. Um, if not living, or I should say, if not of all time living greatest shooter currently. Um, and he's, him and LeBron hats off to the to both of them both married never had a scandal or anything um so I feel like Steph Curry just had a, a damn a damn good amazing year um and he can say he won a ring another ring without Katie so
1: yeah I definitely agree um it just felt like he just had always had it together. And that's that's why he always been one of my favorite players. And he also remains a lot of people's favorite also. He's easy to love. That's why I, I definitely give big kudos up to, uh, to Curry, man. Like, his image has always been pure and clean. And, you know, even if you try to, like, put him in some type of scandal, um, he always seems to shake it off, man, and, and puts his best foot forward. Always the ultimate professional. So that's why you have nothing but respect for Curry. Um, I guess I'm gonna get my next one, man, and you know I I know you will be happy to hear this. Um, it just feels like it's hard to say that somebody's not having a great year or just a great life in general, man.
0: Beyonce. Yeah, see I mean, she's on my list. <laughs>
1: Yeah, like, Beyoncé is just having a... just a. It's just great to be alive.
0: Yeah.
1: Her voice and her presence, man. Whenever she has an album out, it's it's all about... The world world stops. (laughs) The world stops, man. Everybody's having fun. The single she has out right now is just... I think she took over the whole year. Like, both of her singles have been amazing. Like, this whole year, you couldn't escape neither one of them. And now she's going to end the year on an amazing single. We talked about like an album. I don't think we hunger. One thing that we didn't uh, didn't count on was having another single off this album be just as great as the first single, and like now you got a little dance challenge with it too. I don't see nothing taking over this this single, man. It's gonna ride out the whole year.
0: Yeah, she Especially damn near crashed when TikTok when she when she joined. <laughs>
1: yeah, and with New Year's coming up, I can see that being a New Year's anthem.
0: Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's been, it's been yeah. a. She submitted herself as a global icon at this point.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. She's been there, but now, yeah, it's no way possible. You can't even, you can't even fathom bringing up her not being a global icon. Like she's that, hands down.
0: Okay, I'm gonna, I'm. I'm staying with, I'm staying with in, in the women's category.
1: Okay.
0: Staying with basketball. All right. You probably know where I'm going with this one at. Okay. She played for the Las Vegas Aces. She's on the cover of Slam Magazine. (laughs) That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going with Asia Wilson won defensive player of the year in the WNBA, won the season MVP award, won the WNBA title, was the highest player, highest paid player in the WNBA, has done tons of interviews, got some modeling promotions going on, was on the shop uninterrupted. Um, Her star status has really um, taken off. She's a great father on social media. Um, seems like she's on some type of tour of the United States at this point because she's just, she's been everywhere. Um, And just, if you ever get a chance to just watch her and Don Staley interact with each other, it's one of the best um, player, coach, relationship, mentor, mentee uh, relationship. It's just good for for the soul. Um, I love
1: it. I love it. That's actually, that's actually, you know what's crazy? When you mentioned that, um, I I had her on my list because I, I thought about it. I had her on my list and then I moved her down because I felt like it was somebody else from that organization that just blew me away. And you, you, you know, I must say this, Rodney, you were 100% correct. When this young lady that I have next, and not to take nothing away from the shine of the young lady that you just spoke of, I think big kudos to her. I think she's up-and-coming star in WNBA. I think she's there, and I think she has plenty of years to come. But my choice from that organization has to be the coach, Becky Hammond. Wow. The first year, after almost becoming the Spurs head coach, she was next in line. To be the Spurs head coach, Great Popovich, she can coach her ass off, and she was one hell of a player. But for her to come into the Aces organization and win a title her first year, and she's, she's also the man-
0: highest-paid coach in the WNBA.
1: That's correct, and she's also the 2022 NBA Coach of the Year. I mean. Come
0: on. Just think about – just shout out to the the Acer's organization. You had the 2022 Coach of the Year, 2022 MVP of the team on on there. Um, Jackie Young got most improved. Um, Kelsey Plum um, won the WNBA All-Star MVP. Chelsea Gray (laughs) – Won the uh, finals MVP and Asia Wilson mm-hmm. won the season MVP along with the De- defensive player of the year,
1: right? Like, they're just that they, this reign that they have, and all these and all these young ladies here, they're not really up in age, they're really, yeah. Active. And,
0: and yeah, I was about to yeah, say, and then this the, the, the scary thing is, they're all under contract for the next two seasons. <laughs>
1: Right. So the WNBA is in trouble when you have these athletes and their money, too. They're automatic. Like, that's how good they are. They're automatic. And it, it just was no doubt in my mind this season, as much as I, I I thought the only team that could probably give them some type of fight was probably the Chicago uh, Sky because they're actually pretty streaky. When they get to shooting and, and you know, running the floor it's kind of tough. But it was no doubt in my mind that the Aces were going to win this season. It just it, you could just feel it. Just the energy was totally different this season. Um, not to take anything away from Bill Ambeer, but it just felt like this season was just their season from the jump. Like, they got off to a huge uh, start of the season. They really didn't lose many games this season. It just felt like it was just pure dominance.
0: Okay, so uh, so you went Becky Hammond. I went Asia Wilson. Okay. Um, going going to the wonderful well of music Mm -hmm. this next person i know he's not on your list it's going to surprise everybody (laughs) but if you know me i ride for this person nas had Mm -hmm. an amazing 2022
1: oh wow yeah he did sure did
0: um so, two documentaries, uh, well one docu series, um, the Supreme Team, which it's amazing uh, documentary. It's a three episodes that's on Showtime. Um, just released the um, the Invaders. Um, if you haven't done so, go check that out on iTunes. On um, Apple TV, Amazon Prime, you can rent, it, you can buy a summation. It's about an hour and 30 minutes documentary that uh, he executive produced along with Yo Gotti. Um, so if you don't know about what happened in Memphis and everything that ended up bringing Martin Luther King eventually to Memphis, definitely check out the documentary. Um, Nas quietly saw his net worth double. <laughs> in 2022 okay um, yeah now has now he has a sweet chick restaurant on both coasts brooklyn and in la um he quietly bought a nice little estate in calabasas in california <laughs> um, nice so not only that and he's going to end the year with new music he has I don't know, secretly unlock the secret, the formula of how to stay relevant into your forties. And then then why did you damn near pushing fifty? Uh which many artists have, have struggled to do. Uh, he's one of the few artists um that consistently reaches out to uh the younger generation of artists, whether doing something with a boogie uh YG, um hell, Little Dirk, Big Sean, Anderson Pack. Um uh, he he's really keen on on mentoring the this new level of artist. So just Nas has had an amazing year and is gonna cap it off with an, a a new album. So And he had the um the New York State of mind tour with Wu Tang which by all accounts was amazing has a freaking amazing song on dj premiere um ep um so like i said he said quietly doubled his net worth this year so okay yeah i like that it's a good
1: pickup I, i love it um i was gonna i I got Nas on my honorable mention, and you wouldn't even <laughs> believe it. Um, when you first brought up this topic, I, I did think about Nas, and I thought about like him dropping an, another album with uh, with Hit Boy, and and uh, you know all the numerous accolades that he has going on too, and him being big in the news, and his tour actually doing really well also. That and he said that he actually enjoyed touring this time around, and he looks forward to touring again.
0: So mm-hmm.
1: that really. Yeah, that really, like, got me excited because I said, you know what, if you miss Nas this time around, you're going to see him again, definitely. And um, I look forward to seeing him the next time. But uh, I I thought that this one person, and I know you might think this is a surprise. I know he's definitely not on your list. But I thought this one person actually had uh, one hell of a year this year. uh, Not only did all his numerous shows, he actually got recognition for his numerous shows that he has and he actually won some awards for his shows. And he also to add to that too, he also won a uh, um a show. I I never knew that you can win uh awards for doing halftime shows, but he also won on a halftime show. And he also has a new uh criminal show coming out about uh, celebrity deaths, fifty
0: cent. I knew you were going with Curtis Jackson. Yeah, I was just really surprised. Like, Also, his tours
1: that he's been doing, he's been doing an overseas tour, and that just came out of nowhere. He's been doing an overseas tour, and it's been really successful. And um, also over here in the U.S., all his shows got picked up. Um, Stars wants to sign him to a nice big contract. Um, he's declining to sign with Stars. But they—you know I think he did manage to keep some of his uh, shows with Stars, a few of his shows with them um, the power series. And it just feels like he just has a lot going on, man. It just, he has it. He has it, man. And he's, he's having a good year. I'm glad to see him finally win some awards, man, for a show. Cause a lot of people felt like he wasn't getting the recognition that he deserved. And now he is, and this is his year. He's doing really well.
0: Hmm. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I can give you 50. I, I, i i see it yeah, yeah i i i understand um because the the power series bmf they they have a a huge a huge huge following um i did love his show for life um i'm sad um abc canceled I i thought that um uh, was an amazing um uh, Piece of work had an amazing cast. Um, yeah, so, I felt
1: like he moved too fast in that show. I felt like it, he could have prolonged it, like stalled it out a little bit. But they moved so fast on that show, I just I hate how fast they moved on that
0: show, <clears throat> yeah. Um, uh, yeah, because he got out of prison way um, yeah. oh, <laughs> too <goodness>. soon, <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> yeah I'll can I nominate a whole cast <laughs> of people yeah um I've been elementary
1: oh man yeah
0: um to, to, maybe because I'm biased because I'm a teacher but I I just feel like it is one of the the, the best shows to come on tv in, in a very long time um even though it's it's, it's it's very comedic in nature, it is a very true form to to what it's like to be a a teacher, especially a public school teacher here in America. Um, just shout out to to everybody involved in, in that amazing piece of work. Um, I, ABC shouldn't hesitate; they should re, renew. Uh, the show for the for the third season right now uh it still has like a hundred percent rate on Rotten Tomato, has like an 8.5 on um internet movie database uh just it's, it's just a freaking uh it's like they caught lightning in the bottle last year when it first came out it's just an amazing um uh, piece of work and every the the cast is just top down it's just Amazing.
1: Yeah, you're right. Top to bottom, amazing. I can. They're definitely having one hell of a year right now. I, I really love it, man. I love that show. I think it's must see TV, man. I I get entertained. Every episode is funny to me. Like I'm, yeah, I'm intrigued by every show. Like every episode is really good. It feel like it. It reminds me of like Fresh Prince of Bel Air, where. Every episode captivated you, and you also get, like, a learning experience from it, too. You get some good laughs from it. Like, the cast keeps you really engaged. I love the show. I think it's really a good show. And you mm-hmm. right, it's nothing like it. And we haven't had a good show like that in a long time that makes you want to park in front of the TV with your family.
0: Yep, Jenna. I think you got one more, and then we can get into some honorable mentions.
1: Yeah, and I had, like, a bunch of honorable mentions, too. Um I know that I know you're gonna say this is kinda crazy, but I am a wrestling fan. <laughs> and uh i Well, you can't be fan, talking
0: about Vince McMahon on this one.
1: And I'm not talking about <laughs> Vince McMahon, but I am talking about his son in law. Oh, uh, Shane McMahon, yes. Yeah, no, Hunter Hurst Hemsley, his son in law, uh, not his son. Uh Hunter Hurst Hemsley triple H man. He came back and um he took over the reins since Vince McMahon had to step down due to some unfortunate circumstances that he did in his life. And uh
0: he came back. It wasn't back. me, but they called he, me. It
1: wasn't... <laughs> it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he came back and all the people that Vince McMahon let go because he wasn't a, he was afraid to to spend his few dollars on, you know, on them. And um Triple H actually re-signed a lot of those guys, and WWE has been the best wrestling product that it has ever been in a long time. Like, I'm so happy. When you watch that, product; it got me engaged again as a grown man sitting there watching wrestling. It made me feel like I'm in the damn uh, mid-90s again, (laughs) or late-90s, man. It's just... And then they moved back to the Raw movement. So, like, it goes back to being like TVMA at 10 o'clock. Such a good move. Like, I, I love the the swearing. I love the the blood. Like, give it all to me. I feel like I'm <laughs> watching The Rock and them again. So, yeah. Triple H, kudos to you, brother, and bringing all those good celebrities. I heard The Rock's coming back. and uh, The Young Rock series is coming back out, too, by the way. I just want to let everybody know that. I love that show. That's another one of those shows, sort of like Abbey Elementary, that I, I love. And uh, I'm waiting on The Wonder Years, too. Um, yeah
0: I am too <laughs> yeah I'm waiting on that too man Give me patiently impatiently waiting
1: <laughs> yeah I'm like come on man give me the wonder years damn
0: it <laughs> yeah so I'll go first for honorable mention this brother could have been on my list but the nature of how 2022 uh, became a, a successful year for him will probably outweigh his success I'm talking about Chris Rock
1: Oh wow! And now this really this really caught me off guard. I didn't see that coming.
0: Uh, Post Oscar slap, sold out shows, having to add two and three shows in every city, sold out um, shows with Kevin Hart, sold out shows for Dave Chappelle. Hell, Kevin Hart gifted him a goat. <laughs> so, oh um, yeah, <laughs> I, I feel like twenty twenty two. After the Oscar slap, Chris Rock was winning. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, you're right
1: about that. Like, it was a reason why he was actually hosting. So, you're right about that. Yeah, he was moving in the right direction.
0: Yeah, I I feel like he's had um, an amazing um, year. Everything being considered...
1: Yeah, um, <laughs> I was gonna say. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say. You know what? One of my favorite people, and I know you you're not a you're not a huge fan of uh, of his, but I'm gonna say uh, Nick Cannon.
0: What? Because he had baby number ten.
1: He's on baby <laughs> number twelve right now, bro. He's on baby number twelve, man. He's freaking going crazy. He cleaned up his image um, after he made those disparaging remarks, and um, his shows are back on. It's good to see Wilder now back on and uh, him back on uh, the Masked Singer and some of his other numerous shows. And um, he was my honorable mention, and he he survived the beef with uh with Eminem, and yeah, it just feels like he him and Eminem are actually on good terms. It just feels like. Nick Cannon is is starting to be a man now and grow up, and um he's have he's soaking his royal oats and, and busting every woman he can like. <laughs> <Nick
0: Cannon>. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I do have another one that's gonna probably surprise you as as much as I've criticized this artist, Uh huh. Drake.
1: Oh well, wow. you know what? He was a, I, I was just thinking about Drake too, but I was like I don't know
0: but yeah um he before beyonce dropped her album he gave his own spin on house music um i believe at one point he had every song on the album was on somewhere on the charts um caused the rustiness just v- visiting a bar here in detroit <laughs> um definitely global icon status um I'm curious to see if he drops a rap album before the end of the year. Something tells me he is, um, and he's also uh, uh, pretty much set up for some type of world tour moving forward. So,
1: well, yeah, okay, I can I can see that. I can see that. It's a damn good. Uh, it's a damn good pick. I was thinking about Drake too, and I was like, uh-huh, I'm not sure, but yeah, I definitely was thinking about. Uh, All the moves that he makes too and he's finally dropping his uh lover boy uh air force ones too man so that's a good look right there too i was gonna say um one of my honorable mentions probably one of my last honorable mentions about somebody having a a wonderful year this year is what about one of my favorite shows but one of the, my favorite personalities off this show. I'm going to go with Sir Charles Barkley.
0: <laughs>
1: renewing his contract with TNT, making a massive amount of money. Like he's living the dream, man. That show was amazing. I'm glad that uh, Charles didn't hang it up. I think he had one more year left and he said he was going to hang it up. But with him now renewing his contract, um, he's locked on to TNT for, what, another six years?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: so yeah it's good to have sir charles man and um i think that contract was uh well over worth uh 100 million dollars man and it's a 10-year deal by the way so just want to let everybody know that 10-year deal for charles barkley well over 100 million dollars to sit there and uh talk, give us talk stuff to- yeah and talk shit man
0: um my my final one um i'm going back to the ladies jamel hill oh leaves ESPN, sign c n n um she just released her memoirs unbothered on this fabulous um u s book tour um uh, has her own production company the lodge um uh, got the auditorium name um at her high school named after her um she's kind of just rebranded herself since her her split with espn um her amazing podcast unbothered um uh, Jamel hills had a good 2022
1: oh yeah i can say she even had probably a, a better uh Better twenty twenty one, you know.
0: Yeah,
1: she's been uh, she's been like one of the standout rising stars to come out of uh the um uh, what was I forgot what her and Michael Smith uh, what they called themselves.
0: His or and hers.
1: Had, oh, his and hers. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, what they actually called themselves, but I think both of them man are, are really. Stepped up, but with Jamel Hill really sticking sticking out, I thought that her and uh, Carrie uh, Champion were going to really be uh, like an inseparable couple. And I I really liked their show. I was kind of surprised they never picked it back up.
0: Yeah, they're still around uh, to each other. Um, they just were uh, uh, once. They're I guess Carrie Champion is joining Jamel Hill on some of the book dates, so they're they're still best friends and going strong. It looks like so.
1: Yeah, and I see Uh, I've been seeing Michael Smith on um, he's been doing the NFL. Yeah, so
0: I'm
1: seeing him on, yeah, so I see him on Amazon doing the uh, Thursday night, so and he still has that brother from another uh, podcast, too.
0: Yeah. So on that note, because um, we're well over an hour now, <laughs> uh we can get out of here um try so next week we'll be talking georgia tennessee uh will the lions win a game this season is football just mediocre (laughs) at this point
1: oh man you ain't lying hopefully they can beat green bay and we'll be uh
0: Speaking highly of Bill, but yeah, <laughs> so we did our biggest disappointments uh, the the people that have the biggest years, maybe we'll do our top five surprises of twenty twenty two next
1: you know what, that'll be actually pretty good let's mm-hmm. let's definitely dive into
0: it, bro, okay, so about to get out of here. We'll catch y'all on the B-side. Peace.